0: Welcome to Media Week's Heavy Hitters. Get up close and personal with some of the titans of the media industry. This is a Media Week podcast. Well, it's a crossover with two blokes talking tech. Media Week's joined by our original on our partner, Brendan Wood. Yeah, hi there, everyone. Good to see you. Well, it's, it's a bit like a catch-up. Well, it's, a, it's a reunion. reunion. Where yeah, are yeah, they Reunion they show. It yeah. is. we are we now? Well, somewhere. Apparently, this is the, the Hornsby Shire. Stephen. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit out of my way, mate. Yeah, oh, it's a bit out of my way. Jesus.
1: I clock <laughs> I up the to, miles getting out of here. I have to put up with this bloke <laughs> whinging about where I live every single week,
2: and now Manning's doing
1: it. Now, this this is, the, is where real people
0: live. The EFTM. Office. Office. Headquarters. Warehouse. Yep. Very yep. Warehouse. setup.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: Had you been here
0: a while? i been
2: here uh, since 2018, so yeah, a yeah. yeah.
1: bit, bit of a while. You can a few, tell few doing leases doing very well with an office like this, mate, eh? Doing very well,
2: Trev. You know, all this rubbish would have been at <laughs> home otherwise and my wife definitely would have divorced me.
0: <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. <laughs>
1: that's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Wow. I know
2: we're that's all, a shock still, to everyone.
0: We're all-
1: still married, mate.
0: Yeah, there you well, go. Well, you're both doing okay, just quietly. I mean, when Woody and I started podcasting, we got you two jokers in one week hmm. and you've been very kind acknowledging how we sort of – Brought you together. You are, yep, you
2: are the yep. source of this rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually get more responsible. Well, we
1: actually said, I think we could probably do a better than this place <laughs> together. We thought, <laughs> what are we doing with these guys? Let's go out on our own. It's like the the, the, the singers have gone solo and <laughs> yeah, they've left right. the band.
2: <laughs> it's Robbie Williams because he's doing better.
3: Yeah. Justin Timberlake. Oh, you can be Robbie Williams. I'll be Justin Timberlake. But I, but I, do, I get <laughs> random messages from people saying, oh, the, the, the two blokes just mentioned you on the podcast. Go, mentioned oh, he's $180. Yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I remember
1: that. Yeah, the world's most expensive father. He was paying Saul Trujillo's uh, salary back then. So at the
3: time I was working for uh, Austereo, which became Southern Cross Austereo, and they would pay my monthly phone bill. And I just kept it on this $180 a month plan, which was a lot of money. And the this time. was 15 years yeah. ago, by the way, yeah. too, and which in were, today's money oh. is. There were $30 and $40 plans around, but Vodafone wasn't as strong as what it is now, Well, the brand wasn't strong. I'm used to plug
0: Vodafone, stupid.
2: Yeah. And it
0: was yeah. no
3: good. Right. Yeah. Well, it was Vodafone <laughs>
0: fail back in that
1: day. It's what cool I don't
3: know
2: what that's, where that's coming from, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs>
3: they're good people. Sorry, <laughs> anyway, I Shout like, out to Inyaki and his team. I'm now down to a very good. So, how much are you paying? I reckon I'm paying
2: maximum $45. I'm That's up, still yeah. too much <laughs> to <just laughs> say, on here. Just so you know, you should, if, if you want to be on the Telstra network, yeah. you should be paying $300 a year oh, Really, boost Mobile. And what's yeah. the package is that? That's it's 300 boost, gigabytes yeah. of data or 260 gigabytes of data a year. G5?
0: Th-
1: yeah, 5G. 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 Yeah, yeah. 5G yeah, we know G5. what you want. Yeah. <laughs> We know what you meant. Yeah.
0: yeah. But anyway, look, the point yeah. of this podcast, which we'll get to eventually, is to talk about you guys have branched out again. Is it two blokes talking electric, electric cars, cars. cars? yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'd listen to the first episode on the way out. Okay. Cancel my substrate Oh, no! that <laughs> no, was very good. Yeah, okay. it was very good. So we'll, we'll get to that eventually. But yeah. I'd love to go back to when we first got you in. You guys made pretty big career decisions, didn't yep. you? Yeah, that's true. Um, you had a cushy job at SBS, yep. Trev. Yeah, you had a I was you were on that sort of News
1: Corp drip feed. I was, well, I was the tech writer at News after having founded the Connect lift out. So I sort of introduced consumer tech to News Limited, basically. Yeah. And uh, that lift out was, was going nuts. But the uh, I decided to branch out on my own at the end of 2010. Uh, and that coincided with Trevor and I getting together in February 2011 to start the podcast. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which literally happened. And we're not joking. It, we're happy to repeat the story because I think it's a great story. We would, what we do like every month or so, we'd catch yeah. up with you guys. Mm. And I, mm. we definitely did think we could do better, but <laughs> it, was, it was more, it was more that we, I think one day, because you did, you we were to do waiting lot, outside yeah. the studio. You one used time. to churn yeah, a yeah, lot of shows, yeah, didn't yeah, yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we were there early and so yeah. we'll just sit and chat, Got like a cafe or something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we just went, I still we,
1: remember that chat. Do you remember? We could that? probably you, do this every week. My memory is a lot sharper than Trim, so I'll retell this story. We were out the front. And uh, we were saying, we should do our own podcast, you know. We should do a tech podcast. And I remember Trev saying, yeah, let's call it Tech Week. And I said, no one will listen to a podcast <laughs> called Tech Week. I said, it's just two blokes talking tech. Mm. And he goes, well, that's the name then. It is. That's okay. as simple as it was. Yeah. And, and it is, which yeah.
3: studio were, were we at? That? Yeah, I think it was, at the, it was, it in, it was in the, in the, the, in the, the showground. We
0: did a night in the cinema, I remember. Oh. Remember we, we set up in the cinema one night out at – out there, I can't remember why. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I remember you were both up. There I remember it was Moore Park. Park. I do remember Moore yeah, Park, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the old Channel V was
2: because you, used, we to, uh, you right. used to also pop in like we we, you were at the Apple iPad launch or something like that. Yeah, yeah got a we'd
0: photo, turn up yeah.
1: What's his name, Matt Preston? Was there too, yeah, yeah. Remember that? I remember that, yeah, anyway. So,
2: yes, it was, uh, yeah, because we 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 literally just Pivoted completely from So you from quit here. SBS? I quit SBS you a little bit EFTM later, though. You started as a
0: business and you signed with Channel 9. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I've never signed with Channel oh, 9. Okay. Just for the record. I'm yeah. a well, freelancer. An alert for other people who might want to <laughs> speak to Trevor. <laughs> yeah. you very loyal to ability. Ability. But I'm stupidly loyal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's right. all. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a very
2: loyal person. So EFTM yeah. started in 2011. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, come, I mean, I was doing Your Tech Life as a podcast before we started this, and so I'm doing that in my garage, literally at home. And then um, 2016, start of 2016, my contract was up and I said I don't want to stay and I left and started just doing this full time and still paying the bills, so
1: yep.
3: pretty happy. And tell us, um, which platform got you most attention or which platform is most valuable for clients?
1: You talking about the podcast or- our, oh, Well, I'm asking
3: which platform. Was it the podcast was most valuable or an on, online uh, Yeah,
1: well, the podcast. We'll, we'll see, I'd already started Tech Guide about a month before we started Two Blokes. So, yeah. I'd left the telly, had already started Tech Guide. And I think Trev was still at- Were you at SBS then or t- you were at SBS yep. and just your tech life you were doing? Yep. So, um, the once the podcast sort of got a bit of momentum, the- I think we, it, from from the get go, because mm-hmm. we were sort of both r- obviously very active in the tech world anyway. But now, once once we got together on the podcast, now I you, that that got us a lot of feedback, a yeah. lot, see, lot of a lot of people. But see,
2: um, attention or success wise, we've we've only ever done podcasts when they're sponsored. So, yeah. and that's not being greedy. That's just why would you work for nothing? Mm-hmm. That yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, although we do a radio for nothing, so that's <laughs> kind of a weird thing to say. Isn't yeah, it? but all roads um, lead to tech. In terms of what matters. Mate, TV matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TV matters. Radio doesn't matter as much as it should. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that uh, these days- what used to be, you know, the web was good, and we had websites to show stuff. These days, they just want social media. And what's yeah. driven
3: the most traffic to your 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 platforms, I mean, broadly, as in website and you know, podcasts and things like that? Like Optus outage days, yeah, is that like, big traffic? Can, day? Oh, you, you it can, was
1: a Wednesday when Optus outage happened, and so we we got here. I think we were supposed to start recording at like two o'clock, and I got here at about midday. And we didn't start recording because of all the commitments we had that day. Mm. We didn't start recording until six thirty that night. Mm. Wow! And then yeah. we just but kept you going. can look at yeah. uh,
2: because and I think because we're we're able to churn a story quickly just. Off the bat, mm. whereas someone else might need to do a little bit of research. My those days, like there's no, the November the eighth last year was the biggest day on my website. Yeah. Full stop. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not even a competitor to it.
3: And, and you weren't even using Twitter to drive. No, like, traffic I've stopped to it. using Twitter. So it was a Google Mate, Google driving traffic
2: on that yeah, day? Search yeah. on yep. a, on a big news day when something's broken, people are searching or asking yeah. what's going on. So search. Mm. Drives the most traffic. Organic search is the biggest driver yeah, of traffic. me too.
1: Me too. I, I get a lot of traffic through Google as well. Mm-hmm. Social,
2: yep. You know, like on a, and we're, we're digressing here, but I, I do every now and then. I'll do a super deep dive analysis of a particular story and I'll, mm-hmm. or a particular article, and I'll run link link monitoring on the on the traffic. I get more traffic from WhatsApp than anything else. Um, Facebook, if it's a good yarn, like a fox yarn or something like that. Instagram channels and Instagram stories mm. before then you get to Twitter and threads. Yeah. Like, mm. mate. Yeah, I,
1: I, Facebook, 11, Facebook does. It? I do well on Facebook. Mm. I've got a lot, a lot of good click-throughs from uh, Facebook. But, um, yeah, Twitter, not not so much. And threads, I'm, I'm on there as well. Mm. You don't Instagram, like threads, James?
0: Well, it just don't, yeah. doesn't seem to have the engagement.
2: Oh, I think I think it. you get better engagement on
0: threads if, if, yeah. But is it in terms of pure numbers?
2: though? No. Well, no, I, I can get. So with- and numbers-wise, on on Threads, I might have two thousand followers on Twitter. At I don't even know, it was like fifteen, twenty thousand. I can't remember, but like a bigger number. Hmm. But the the number of link clicks and engagement is higher yeah. on Threads. Mm. Yeah, and then what? Because you use- they're real audiences. Yeah. I'm, is oh, they going to grow? Do you think? Mm, Brandon.
3: I, I, I think it will because it's in the the Meta family. But right. I also think you got to use Threads. If you post an item on Threads, you should shift it over to your Instagram stories, which right. pops up on your Facebook stories as well. Yeah. yeah, and you'll see that it's starting to almost like Reddit did. It's starting to find its niche uh, yeah. in the the social world. And I, I I'm I'm bullish on Threads. Yeah, uh, because <laughs> I know it's backed
2: by. Can we Sacha just talk about, about how Woody is now like? Just an absolute genius guru. in a <laughs> social media, what? buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, what's happened? What he was just here for? I don't know. Why was he here originally? Just to push <laughs> the at he we Southern Cross Australia. <laughs> now I'm doing that. What's going on? Yeah.
0: Triple M when we were all together. Yeah. yeah. Then you went. Your journey. You went to seven. Seven. Yeah. Journey. Just, what
2: I was your journey, Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> How mean, many years at seven? So I was at seven for almost
3: nine years, from 2015 until middle. Hey, you didn't crack
2: it on for long service, you goose. Yeah. <laughs> That's
3: <right>. You got <laughs> pro rata, surely. Uh, there's a bit of that going on. I don't on. think it works that oh, way, like mate. But when, when I was at seven, though, Yahoo 7 was, was driving the That's digital right. show at seven. And Yahoo were all about getting clicks to the website, which is which is what it was all about. But at the same time, Facebook was saying, we want video mm. in our feed because we want to take on, we want to challenge YouTube. Yeah. So I literally knocked on the door of the news director and said, hey, I'm over here at Triple M and I need a new challenge. And within a week mm. or two, I was working at seven. Yeah. And I just was very bullish on video at the time yeah. and then Facebook Live at the time. And then we went Instagram. Can you use YouTube. all
2: of your known contacts? Because you've got them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you've got to, to talk to some people at those big platforms about independent small media. Did that, did, yeah. Did, <laughs> we don't saying? have any relationship really? with the Googles really? and the Facebooks of the world. So but we're sure literally just throwing. No, no. Nah, uh-huh? nah, I don't get involved with, okay. like I, all I do for Nine is create, is produce yep. content, okay. right? Yep. I, if, if there's a good big story, I'll write it for Nine News and send it to them. They'll take it because they love having extra content, right? And obviously, if it's, it'll be on today and Nine News or whatever, but I don't yeah. get involved in. But everything Apple else sends you
0: both around the world. Yeah. Yep. Um, some of the telcos do as well. Not anymore. Don't really, they? No. No. no, no not really. No. It's really Those just Samsung, Apple ones, Samsung that yeah. do do trips and things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and if just, there's anybody listening, can we have a whip round for these two? <laughs> <guys>? <laughs> no.
2: No. 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 My point was yeah, in all that yeah. in all that hysteria. Two, three years ago around news and news, everything. Yeah, yeah. It was all about big platforms. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And here we are like making content and it's, it's real. News, Aussie, yeah. great content. Yeah. Yet yeah. Independent. I've never had a call from Google to say, how do we make your content yeah. work on the yeah, yeah, platform? Yeah, yeah. Facebook I yeah. kicked I wouldn't us know off a call.
1: They mm. kicked us off the platform like everyone else, but then then yeah. nothing, nothing, no contact from them either. From well, them.
3: interesting. A year ago, we were in Coonabarabran, my brother and I, who's actually here for the podcast. Big fan, big Bobby. fan. Big fan over there. Hey, Robbie. <laughs> the anyway, Coonabarabran Times at the time announced they had struck a deal with Meta. Oh. And they were Coonabarra staffing Times, yeah, uh, staffing several staff inside the Coonabarra Rand Times on Facebook money. So wow. because
1: that that <laughs> will do, oh. do. Yeah, yeah. what's <laughs> going on? <laughs> what's here?
3: Yeah, so just Google that Coonabarabran Times Facebook. You'll come across we, the story somewhere. Can we somewhere. have their
0: contact yeah. de- some contact details, please? Oh. But anyway, oh, yeah. look the now you guys. Has there been any bumpy moments along the way? I mean, Do you know what? It all James? Sounds like Are a you big talking about our story. relationship here, <laughs> mate? Or are we talking about the? Let's, uh- <laughs>
2: let's you know, uh, be really honest. I've had some bumpy times with other people, but Stephen has been rock solid. Yeah. Um, we we've we've just never had an issue. But you've
0: always been a solo operator, haven't you? I That's have pretty much. Yeah, yeah. All right? I, I've, you a bit Yeah. Since
1: I left news, yeah, no, I've been ninety-nine percent. Everything's me.
0: Yeah. On tech, guy, um, and financially, it's been. A pretty yeah, pretty been solid great. story no, it's uh it's been good you know,
1: i've um the the business is doing well yeah. it's uh it's a, i'm i'm happy i pulled the lever Hmm. And uh, it's been I've been out of out of news for thirteen years now. So, uh, and and earning more money than I did at news like twice oh. as much. So well, well, he's, he's doing all well. right. Well. The yeah, car yeah.
0: he's driving up in it. <laughs> but um, and look, I, I won't lie. It's not always easy. Like yeah. I've yeah, like you know, I'm, I'm, running I'm running bigger overheads. I'm
2: running bigger overheads with an office. Like I've, yeah. I'm doing some stupid things in that sense. But I think it's important the way I'm doing it. Just for it makes it easier for me with nine and things like that. I do yeah. the Today Show from here and stuff. So I think that the lost leader part of that works but our biggest challenge you know and and this is really important is we don't we don't appear on the radar of marketing yeah so a big brand the biggest brands in the world don't happily and willingly spend money on our platforms because you know what the clicks or the views or everything they don't they don't equate to what they're paying for on other platforms whereas we need their support to continue doing the things we do on mainstream media so it's this really tough cycle of if you want us to be. Always answering the phone when there's drama from every radio station, every TV station, and Sky, and wherever. Yeah. Then we need to have funding to mm. continue. And mate, it's really hard
0: to get money from companies. The so biggest- you're the salesman as well. you yes. right. exactly right. And
1: the good thing is, uh, we we've got very and uh, Trevor and myself have got really good relationships with the with the companies that we do business with that have been supporting us mm. since 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 day one. Like Trevor mentioned, the podcast we've always had we've had the same sponsors on two blokes since the get go. That's the 13 years. Mm. And Give and and on our, out, other, our other well, we, Netgear has been as a great supporter of ours mm. uh, over the years. We've had other companies. More recently, Arlo have been uh, been a great supporter you know, of ours as
2: well. And it's a very personal thing, right? Those companies, they're very personal relationships. We can have a catch up every quarter or so with Lambro from Arlo, who just loves what we do, and yep. you know, we'll, we'll prod and, and poke and, and ask us to do different things, and make sure that we're actually on it on the ball with reviews and stuff like that, making sure that we're, we're completing them or whatever. But they're there. They're supporting us. Whereas massive companies with multi-billion-dollar budgets around the world, let alone millions in Australia, we're not on their radar. Yeah. Um, so it's, it is. It's a hard slog to. You yeah, can't I grow. Think, I, I think we way.
1: need to. For Trevor and I, we need, we sort of need to with those big companies. We need to work harder for the money. We need to. Mm. The, the, they might they might fly a guy from News Limited or the Herald or someone out to an event and expect not much, a story or two, but. Trevor and I, we they expect from us, you know, our side, our social media, our, our radio, our TV. Mm-hmm. So we've got to produce a bit more for the money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it's like we go to CES every year, and you know, we 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 have support from other companies, and the deliverable list is is pretty mm-hmm. long from mm-hmm. us. They expect because they want to they want to get our entire reach, not just our websites. They want our radio, they want our social media, they want the TV. So uh yeah, we are pulling a lot of levers and produce a lot of content and uh, across all our platforms. WhatsApp is massive, James, by the way.
3: I've I've seen your WhatsApp mm-hmm. and you, you were just mentioning earlier on that you get some traffic from there as well. But if you if you're a client coming into these guys and you just look at WhatsApp versus Facebook and, and other platforms, WhatsApp, the numbers there are massive. So yeah. how many how many have you got on WhatsApp?
2: Um thirty, four and a half thousand. That is massive. And and the click through rate. Yeah. Is four times Facebook. Yeah, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't put everything on WhatsApp because so it's yeah. also global. To be very clear, that's mm-hmm. a global number. I don't have an, a breakdown of Australia. It's not like that. Yep. But it's the same. Same with social media. TikTok is you know you get some huge numbers there. But you know on the first day it might be Australia and then it grows globally. But mm. it's still a good number. But it's I reckon I believe that the channel concept is probably the one the next thing mm. because, hey, it's direct, mm. right? So people people are getting that in their normal communication app. Uh, it's the same reason I built the EFTM app. Mm. You know, I got the mm. irits with Facebook when they kicked us all off in 2021 and I famously did That's a video a where I gave them, they gave, them the, yeah. they gave them the middle <laughs> finger. Mm. Um, and I went, I, I've, I put all of my effort into building this audience. I've got a counter on the wall to tell me how many people are following me, yet, I can't reach yeah. that number of people not with mention- my content, mm-hmm. so I thought, bugger it! Yeah. I'll create an app that allows me to reach them directly on my own, so I can just put a message and it goes directly to, to the thousands of people with the app. Full stop. Yeah. Done. Mm-hmm. You know, but not mm-hmm. to
1: mention on the Facebook side, all the money. Like I spent a fair bit of money on on Facebook too, boosting stuff and mm-hmm. you know, running things through there, and mm. and then just to get unceremoniously booted off like that. And yeah. then, but then nothing. Once we were back again. Nothing to say, oh yeah, thanks for your support. Can we do something mm. just crickets after mm. that?
3: By the way, by the way, with the Facebook news band, you know what we did at seven news. I just told our staff, just keep posting, keep posting. No I know we're gonna get zero people reached. Yeah. But I said just keep you posting. You want it to be there? Yeah, it was the, the yeah. Facebook news band lasted I think eleven days from memory. Oh, yeah. And was it um, that long?
2: Really that long? Yeah, right. Thought it didn't, Maybe it didn't eight feel days. that long. No, be, well, it was yeah. either eight days or 11 It might days. have been longer for you. Maybe they got us off early. I don't know. Yeah. Anymore.
3: And then um, we kept posting and then they they wouldn't allow us to post the last three days. They were obviously onto us. But we were <laughs> the only ones who kept posting because I, I just thought we needed to keep these, yeah, these yeah. social channels. I just and, kept and posting
1: through my personal page yep. and was yeah linking that through everything so and making yeah. them public posts instead of just pro- mm-hmm. for friends. Mm-hmm. And then
3: as soon as the Facebook news ban was, was over, this content just just, just sort of got, flooded got, out. Yeah, yeah. Out. I, that it was the same was for smart. us. Yeah, I yeah, did that yeah. too.
1: Yeah.
3: And, and you just know, banked what? it up. You could, you could actually, you could actually check to see what was being posted by uh, competitors or not by just going to Google and just typing in Google. In my case, I was going Facebook, Nine News Australia, and it would bring up an uh, interface that shows. Google you.
2: was was scraping it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It was very, It was <laughs> yeah. interesting. He's to watch actually it. pretty smart, this Savvy. Bloke. <laughs> Savvy.
0: Well, he's doing, he's unbelievable. doing very he's well. doing very well in a suit. Okay. Over yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Far I, don't, out. No, I don't think we're at share where he's working <laughs> now, but it's a <laughs> top <laughs> secret. What uh, were yeah. you
2: wearing in your last months at seven? Was this kind of get up? or no, were you, no, no. You're no, looking no. like us then. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. He's trying to impress Polo
0: shirt. Okay, so back onto the two blokes podcast empire. Now- Something that interests me, you used to have separate feeds and all of a sudden everything started to come into one feed. I'm
2: going to give credit for that to Rob Locke, who is my cameraman, Stig, I call him. He travels the world with me and and does camera work. He runs a… whole bunch of food podcasts. Okay. And they're all different, you know, ones on wine, ones – he's deep in the the food game. And he, he created a feed called Deep in the Weeds, which is all of the podcasts because he realized that on Spotify, if you change the album art for each individual episode, it would show up as individual things. And I said to Fennec, we should do the same. Yeah. Because we make at the time we were only making. Oh, actually, we were doing four. We were doing two. The movie. We'd done the start oh, of the movie. No, because. no. I was. I was on FTM. You were doing on and we were doing the private feed for a genuinely mm, exclusive, yeah. like a couple of hundred people. Mm-hmm. And then we went. If we put it all in one place, yeah. he was a bit hard to convince. It took him a few weeks but to when, really when, understand okay. it. But yeah. it, it. The idea was why not give the yeah. the bulk audience, which is two blokes, everything, and they can choose what to
1: listen to. Yeah. So it's it's come down to a point where you've got in the two blokes feed. There's a podcast six days a week. There's a new podcast to listen to, which includes tech guide, includes the FTM two blokes, the private feed, and now the EV podcast, movies, the and the movie podcast. So it's six days a week, and the only day you don't get a podcast is on a Sunday.
0: Was there any pushback from you know what? Hard to believe that some people might like Trev. No, no, not so much Stephen or vice versa. But but here's the thing: the numbers
2: show that people, not everyone's listening to EFTM hmm. and not everyone's listening to Tech Guide, not everyone's listening to movies. That's right. But that's okay because you can just skip. You can just go to the next yeah. one. And and so I think early on there was a couple of people that were like, what is going on here and whatever, but no, broadly, entirely yeah. positive. And what's also great is, I don't know about Stephen's numbers because I don't see his, but on EFTM, my numbers are the same. So it's yeah, it's, same for it's me. It's entirely yeah. incremental.
1: Yeah, oh, and I and I've like my tech guide numbers are still roughly the same. But also, I hear uh, people say, oh, "I heard your podcast." I said, "Which one?" And they and one guy said, "Oh, the Tech Guide." I said, "What? Do you, where'd you hear that?" And he goes, "Oh, in the two blokes' feet." So I'm thinking, "Oh, that's working there. Mm. we' it's
0: a new audience. But did it help keep people subscribed? Yes.
1: Yeah. Because yeah.
0: that's the big thing now. I mean, when we were doing this 10, 15 years ago, we'd often top the business chart on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. But but now, whoa! There's so much content. Yeah, it's just yeah. hard to make. Mm. An yeah, I, look,
2: let, let, I'll be completely honest. We don't have a huge amount of growth occurring in two blokes. It's pretty much the, a core cool audience with little spikes here and there. It would be amazing if we could grow it and grow it and grow it. But really, I think for us, the the idea was just Hang harness these people yeah. and give them give them our guts, mm-hmm. which is why we do the private feed, right? It's just us talking. And you know, explicit language. We, we just talk like two <laughs> mm-hmm. blokes, just gibbering to each yeah, other. very explicit. The ups yeah. and the downs of it all, um, and it's just only thirty minutes. And you know what? That's Some one people of our most prefer the
4: podcast <laughs> yeah. to everything else.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah. I mean, people. People are listening to us for us, so yep. why not give them more of us? Mm. And
1: it's great that over the years, with our their core audience, we've developed a relationship with them too. Like they 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 chat to us online, and they tweet us, and they message us, and so they give us a lot of you feedback. You message them, them. back? Oh, God. oh, I try to. You know, if someone's got a suggestion, like with the EV podcast, it's only one episode. We we did a couple of pre like some soft launch episodes, okay. and. That got a really good reaction and a lot of people suggesting, oh, are you able to talk about this? Are you going to do this? And, yeah. and that was that was really positive to hear that. And we are going to listen to all those, those comments and even going, to, we are going to also get drivers, like new EV drivers on the show to tell us their experiences but as see, well. But
2: see, commercially, James, the other smart thing, I think, and, and toot our own horn is sorry, Robbie, it's just my phone going off. <laughs> it's probably the one on charge um, – that what we were able to say Another to coin. to companies, and we were, I, we were very lucky to get NRMA Insurance and Uniden, yep, you know, two yep. big brands, really happy to have a, a big brand like NRMA Insurance. But we're able to say to them, not that we're launching a podcast and we hope to get 120 listeners or something, we're able to say we're launching a podcast. We know for sure that, and, and we just give a percentage of our normal numbers, we know for sure we're going to get this many in the first six months. And anything above that is going to be the incremental growth that we get through the publicity that you give us or whatever else through the normal feed. I don't, people don't have to subscribe to everything we do. If you just want to hear about EVs, the podcast feed is there on its yeah. own. And that's all you'll get. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Cause some people just want that. And that's why movies has its own feed. EVs has its own feed. So, you can get Tech them as Guide, separate Yes. Yeah. Tech Guide sure. and EFTM all have Perfect. their own
1: feed. They all have their own feed, but everything pours into two blokes. There so are so some of my
2: it. EFTM listeners that do not like Stephen. I mean, you know.
1: <laughs> I find that very hard to believe.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Funny, none of my listeners even mention EFTM. Brandon, Brandon right? were
0: you um, – we'll talk EVs for a minute then. Yeah. the Were you – You two blokes were pretty much into them, I think. Were you a bit of a non-believer at all, Woody? I'm just trying to remember.
3: About what issue? EVs, electric vehicles. Wait for his – have you read his experience from the weekend? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, this has been poorly timed. (laughs) So, on the weekend, uh, I've only ever driven hybrid cars. Uh But I also have to point out, I don't own a car, okay? So, Uh whenever we get cars, it's maybe every six to eight weeks. We might need it for a weekend or we drive around. So, I drive around in Brisbane on the weekend. I ticked mystery car, with Hertz, oh. so when I landed at Brisbane Air- Airport, I go, uh-oh, we've got an EV car, which meant that all of a sudden I needed to put an extra couple of hours or one hour at the end of the first day, which I did on the the, the, the second morning, one hour, 45, 50-minute charge. Yep. And then I had to do a 45, 50-minute charge before I gave it back to the the rental car company at Brisbane Airport. Problem was that when I went to go back to the airport, every EV charging station in Brisbane yeah. CBD was either taken up or it was uh, in on a, a private private uh, oh, private right. building like Key West for example uh, yeah i wasn't a, a customer or I was staying yeah. at the hotel went out to Northgate uh, again that was on a private industrial park which i couldn't get to on so a you're Saturday you're driving afternoon. around looking for a charging uh, and I ended up yeah. on airport drive at um near DFO there at Brisbane airport four of them were sitting there public ev chargers one of them was broken three of them were were all busy mm. with with passengers or with drivers sitting in the car waiting for the EV to happen, and then they're all at about 35%. I'm going, they've got another half hour, 40 yeah. minutes of charging. So I was being charged $0.60 cents a kilowatt out in the public EV charges, which yep. was fine, $0.80 cents a kilowatt to return it to Hertz uncharged. Uh, just return it? At, at about 56%. Yeah. So I yep. just returned
2: it. And yeah. we, we, I'll, I'll be done. honest, I wouldn't rent much. an EV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I was mm-hmm. doing a long
0: drive. I wouldn't rent an EV for around a city yep. for that very reason. Did yeah. you get what a price break for ticking the Mystery car box uh,
3: well look, it was it was a wonderful Polestar too. It was an outstanding yeah, great car. car. Nice would, car, yeah. I would never be able to buy, you know, a car of that cost. So mm. love the car.
2: Well, love the, well, you would
1: well <laughs> if you sold some of your investment <laughs> properties. <He> was, <laughs> I
3: absolutely enjoyed the, the experience in the car. It was the experience as a rental car, yeah. you know, um customer was not good. A lot before. of the yeah.
1: Ubers are polestars too. You know, I find that every mm. second Uber yeah. is a Polestar. I've been in some, yeah, because the yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's are the company blend.
2: Uh, you'll see them yeah. down at Parramatta Road. There's a company called Splend who is yeah, a you see the fleet yeah. uh, provider to drivers. So a lot of Uber drivers mm. don't own their car; mm. they're renting the car, okay. and mm. therefore having to recoup that first, and then it like a, it feels like a weird business model to me. I'm not sure it's yeah. going to survive. Now, but in that mm.
0: first episode, you talk a fair bit about the charging, the challenges, and all that. Yeah, but it is going to be a, a stickler for some people. I mean, it's, it's going to stop me from jumping in. I think. yeah, I, th- I think it's it's, it's, it's something can be or- a hassle.
1: This yeah. is the reason for the podcast because uh, Trevor and I have been driving. Like I've I've been driving an EV as my car for nearly six years. I've had yeah. an EV, and Trevor's been driving them for ten years. Like we're testing them and reviewing them and stuff. So, it comes with experience that that we're we're talking about this and offering the tips and what what people need to be thinking about. Like our, our podcast is not for people who already own an EV, but are thinking of of, of owning an EV, and so. You kind of need to sort of t- just change your thinking slightly, and sort of our advice is if if you if you can tell where you can charge it, if you can charge at home, if you can charge at work, then problem solved for mm-hmm. your for your daily driving. Uh, long trips, of course, we, we the, you know the the whole story with the charging stations. But what and-
2: stops you, James? Is it because is, do you live in an apartment off street? No off street parking. What do you think it oh, is no, that stops the you? Thought if you go out of town. Yeah, there's plenty Country of charging. Oh, no, you yeah. know, of stories yeah. about I know it. it's a chance. It's getting a lot better. Out of town's actually. the easy part, yeah. is it? Yeah.
1: yeah. I genuinely think the they're out of all town fast part, charges. Yeah. You, you, you're only stopping for like 20, 25 minutes. And you at drive that to time, Canberra. You probably need a rest anyway. You get a coffee. Mm.
2: There's, there's plenty of plenty of places to stop yeah. on all the big highways. It's actually around town that it's yeah. harder. So okay. yeah. but so I say, and we talked about this in the first episode. Basically, if you can't charge at home, then yeah, it's probably more of a
0: bigger yeah. assessment mm. that you're like, going to yeah, need you, to make. You might live
1: in an apartment. You might have uh, no off-street parking. So they are the about challenges. The
0: extension cord over the footpath. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, remember the Ben Fordham thing? Yeah, <laughs> someone
2: <laughs> yeah. Ben Fordham got sent a photo of someone that had run an extension cord literally on over their footpath, and you don't want to be that guy. And no, so no. we've <laughs> like we live in. Houses on on yeah. land, um, so we've got control, and we can we can put a charger on the side of the house. Yeah. If you don't have that capability, then do you have a garage with a power point? Because you can plug a simple yeah. charger into a
1: normal power point. It takes a bit longer, but it still does the trick. But that's for a people, lot of people, though, yeah. But that's yeah. exactly right. Which is why it's yeah. a time
2: thing. Government, mm-hmm. like the New South Wales government, has a for funding to do charges every five kilometres in, in city areas. So there's mm. there's talk about, you know, there's one at Beecroft just down the road and it's like this weird box in a car park. It's mm. just some random car park, but there it is. That's where you can charge yeah. your car. It's going to take time for that thing.
0: Can I talk to you about the government regulation then? Because as soon as the the government does something to encourage that. You get everybody coming out going, oh, they're trying to kill petrol cars yeah. and make us sell our-
2: Well, breaking news, <laughs> we cover yeah. that extensively in episode two, two. Oh, really? of yeah. Two Blokes Talking wow, Electric Cars, exclusive which will be available <laughs> next Monday in uh, yes. if you just search in all good podcast apps. But the thing is about the government thing, and I, I took the opportunity, Hadley rang me, I was at the airport, Hadley rang me and said, like it was in the news, Penske, what are you doing? I'm like- I'm just at the airport. Are you busy? <laughs> I'm like, no. He goes, right, we'll get you on. What about um, about this government thing? So I come on because I know, I know where Ray's going to be on it. He's not going to be in favour of it because no. it's Bowen and all those things. Yeah. But I, I took the time to just explain to him that this is not about making people buy electric cars. It's about making manufacturers bring more fuel-efficient cars overall to the fleet, and mm. that's on them. So they might be hybrid cars, they might be plug-in hybrids, they might be a lot of electric cars, but it doesn't stop anyone buying a petrol car. It doesn't tax a petrol car higher than an electric, doesn't do any of that. So theoretically, there's no change in the way the government's pushing you to buy a certain type of car. It's really going to be the car
1: companies that make that change. It's also bringing Australia into line with other parts of the world where Australia in the past used to be sort of the dumping ground for all the, high, the gas guzzlers because we didn't have the sort of same tight regulations as other countries. Now we're more in line with the US and, and Europe. And so now manufacturers know that, okay, Australia's got to be a country where they're more encouraged to drive a more fuel-efficient car, including
2: an EV. If so- I was in federal government, I wouldn't – I wouldn't give incentives to buy cars. I wouldn't pay people to buy cars. I wouldn't change much of the regulation other than what they've done now because it's it's just got to happen organically. And mm. I, the best example is my wife who couldn't give a rat's about cars, will not drive the press car. I've, I've had hundreds <laughs> of cars, will not drive them it because they're I not ours wife. too. <laughs> but I got a call to say that our big Kia Carnival, we've got three kids and it's a big car. Our Kia Carnival's the lease is up. And I'm like, oh, the lease is up. I've got to get a new Carnival. And she goes, shouldn't we get, that thing you had the other day. And I went, the Kia. She goes, yeah. And I go, why? She goes, because we should be doing we should be doing something better for the environment. Okay. So her mentality is we should be doing something better for the environment. My mentality is, well, if we do that, I'll save a bit of money on petrol. I'm getting solar next month. So this is going to become yeah. cheaper to do. So my mentality is not about I'm not trying to do anything for the environment. Mm. I'm just trying to I think they drive better. I think they yeah. they they feel better to to drive a Everywhere, and I I like having them because they're I think they're a better car, and I'm a car guy. Mm. Yeah. So mm. and everyone's different about why they go EV. Mm. So just take your time.
1: Trev mentioned solar. That's that's another good thing to talk about. I've I've had solar since before I had an EV. And, You're an advocate. You've yeah. Been quoted on many. Yeah. Um, no, I, shows I think solar solar and- yeah been it's been it's paid itself off already my system at home. But a, a few months later, then I got my Tesla. And now with I've got, a, I've got a wall box, the wall charger, that now tells me when there's plenty of power coming through the panels, plug your car in. There's some free power there for you.
0: So you've got a battery too. I've got you? a
1: battery at home as well. But here's another thing for, for consideration if you're looking at buying an EV. Solar, if you've got solar or even thinking about getting solar, that makes life easier for you too. So you, you, you know you've got, you got power there in your driveway and often through the panels during the day. Costs you nothing. It's mm. uh, and and the and the charger tells you, okay, good time to charge. Plug the car in. It's yeah. it's so much different. It's so much different to
2: what we do today from ev- from every point of the way. We we're talking about it in in next week's show. It's like you know, right now people either put twenty bucks in the car or they fill it up. Yeah. In 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 the EV world, it's you just plug it in every night like you do your phone. But also little things that people don't even know are going to come. We're like the the two. We're going to have two electric cars in our driveway. If we have a power outage, we, we'll be fine. Because mm-hmm. our cars, in a couple of years, once the regulations come in, our cars will power the
1: house. Mm-hmm. So overnight, and, yeah, the the, the, batteries the cars in the will car, be the way bigger than a house battery. Like my house okay. battery is ten kilowatts. The car has got. I'll have hundred and sixty 90- kilowatts of
2: battery power yeah, in the driveway.
1: In the, so that that's that's another thing mm-hmm. to look at down the track as well. What the potential for the car powering your home down the track?
0: But, um, what about servicing and stuff like that? What's the longevity of the the, the problem? The problem is Tesla started with a really great
2: system where basically okay. you don't really do much. It's very efficient. It's very low cost. Yeah. And so there's this perception. And I think that's why most people buy Teslas because there is a very good and low cost servicing, whereas the, the mainstream manufacturers – Pretty much, you're paying what you do with any other car to service okay. it. So you're yeah. locking yourself into a Tesla you know, told service. Me. I remember
1: plan. the first year I had my Tesla, my Model S, and it was a 12 months in, and I booked it in for a service. I remember getting a phone call and saying, Look, we're just ringing up about your service. And I said, How many Ks you got? And I said, Oh, I don't know, about 10,000. Not even that. And they said, um, how, 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 uh, they asked me a couple other questions. They said, you know what? We're going to cancel your service. You don't need the service. I said, really? I said, okay. Whereas I'll see you next year. I'm tipping.
2: So yeah. I'm buying the Kia EB9 big uh, seven seater. I've got no doubt that Kia will happily take my booking and happily take yeah. the $500 for the service because that's the traditional dealer model. That's how the dealers make the yeah. money, is the servicing. So I've you've got free got to come servicing on for my that. car, mate. The next three oh, years, a free oh, servicing oh, on the Merck. Well, oh, yeah. for their
0: petrol cars, <laughs> Kia do.
2: Seven-year lock-in plan, so you know up front. Can you get that with electric? Yeah, so they do the same thing. Yeah, there's different – there's
1: usually on the Tesla, there's an eight-year warranty on the battery and four-year warranty for the car itself. Yeah, but for
2: servicing, James talking about, you can actually get – like when you buy a Kia Rio, little petrol car, they tell you up front – how much the service costs and it's it's legit yes. like our fixed Ki- fixed price out here carnival they they they've stuck to it even 4 years later the servicing yep. price was exactly what they that's said good. it would mm. be so that's good it's just it probably doesn't need to be i think that mm. that's where the gouging's going on they don't really need they don't need the brake servicing like a normal car does because yeah. you don't brake as much there's less parts there's a lot of hopeful efficiencies that come through mm. a more competitive market but that's mate we're talking five, ten years away before that starts to settle itself and find its place but and that's the thing. We, we live in a bubble where I've been driving electric cars for a decade. He's owned one for six years. Like it's a legit bubble we live in where we, we know more than the average. And there's people that know way more than us. I get that. But there's so many people that are only starting this journey. And that's what mm-hmm. we want to do is we want to yeah. bring our style, which is hopefully just a little bit more chatty and, you know, casual, to that audience. Plus, the one thing that we're doing on this show that we, we haven't started yet but we've never done on Two Blokes is we'll have guests. Hmm. So if there's someone from a, probably not a car company regularly but someone from the industry that can explain something, someone from you know, we're going to talk to owners, we're going to have owners on the show that can tell us what their experience is so that it's it's more than just our voices. It's voices of other people in the industry
1: yeah. and that own the cars. So We want to hear from people to share their experiences. You're hearing from us but a, a recent owner? Someone who's maybe thinking of buying the car, they may have questions. And that's one one of our, one of our episodes we talked about is, um, the questions we get asked most often of when people see us Mm. that we drive a, we plug in and the questions we get asked, the the most question, the question we get asked most often is, how far can you go? What's the range Mm. on the car? Mm. Um, how often do you have to charge it? Uh, what does it cost to charge? So all, all the they're the common questions you get.
2: Have, have you ever been yeah. ever been stuck without a charge? No, like,
3: no, I no, close.
1: haven't. I haven't.
2: <laughs> yeah, Treves, I've had a couple of experiences. Uh, so Bowen <laughs> and I in you did
0: that long ride, didn't you? Yeah. So with well, Adelaide, no, i
2: I've, I've done. We we did Bowen Stig and I did Brisbane to Adelaide. Okay. Uh, I've done Melbourne to Sydney. I've done a bunch of trips to my mum's place out in the bush, but Bowen and I grew, uh, had a Hyundai Ionic. It had. 203 kilometers range at you know factory and Bathurst was 196 kilometers away. I said, let's do a road trip. Cool. We and like it honestly didn't realize what was going to happen. GoPros and the whole thing. It was a freezing cold day, which I didn't know. Breaking news, that reduces your range by 25%. <laughs> uh, and it snowed. And we broke down twenty-seven kilometres from Bathurst and had to call a tow truck, and it was a horrible, horrible experience. What, what
3: about NRMA, RSCV, RECQ? Can you just call them up and they come? And if you remember,
2: you? yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, they'll do the same thing they will with any other car, right? Yeah, they'll but, plug but, you in and get you enough to get you to a charger. The bigger yeah. issue is what you experienced in the, on the weekend in a cap city, happening in. on the the highways. Mm. So I drive to my mum's. I go up via Scone and Tamworth, and there's a big set of Tesla chargers at Tamworth that anyone can use now, and there's an NRMA uh, um, charge Fox charger there, and there's one NRMA at Scone. And I've taken my kids up there in my little Cooper, which does 500K, so theoretically could get to mum's, but because of hills and everything, you wouldn't assume that. And we'd stopped at Scone, get some subway, and then come back and keep driving, stop at uh, the Tesla, top it up and go to mum's. Came all the way home without charging. Brilliant. Next time I go up there, I'll oh, stop it, Scone. Charge is broken. <gasps> One charger. Mm. Now I was already charged 100%. Went before I left, so I knew I could get to Tamworth if I needed to. But I got there, and there was so. If I was someone who assumed that that charger was working, yeah. I would have been stuck. Mm. So, so there's there's those logistical risks. There yeah. will be a problem there's for the, the range for the anxiety
1: turn. but also that's what they're calling charger anxiety now as well the, the big big worry yeah. is that I'm not to have you people ask me have you ever run out of battery i said have you ever run out of petrol
0: yeah and i go no i said well yeah. you can tell how much is there left there's such here? a thing as a spare battery like the old jerry can you to keep in the back of no, the no. car or no no you can no. you can carry
2: around a, like a diesel <laughs> generator but you you're going against <laughs> it and also you can like you know you can get those batteries that uh, they're huge things that power like you know your campsite or whatever yeah. You know, you could put one of those in the boot and it might give you two kilometres of range, but it's also weighing you down because it's heavier and therefore
1: not giving you the same efficiency. So, yeah. yeah. So, the counterintuitive.
2: But the NRMA um, roadside assist people, I understand they have – they are building out their vans so that some vans have these kind of fast deploy batteries that essentially give a fast charge one-off to a car so that they can – when someone runs Mm. out, they can come up, give you – 50Ks of range or 20Ks of range, and then you can head oh, off to yeah. another charger. Yeah. And,
3: yeah. and what, what's the etiquette if James turns up at Stephen's place and wants to charge <laughs> his house while he's having drinks for two hours and he does a $20 charge
1: at Stephen's nah, well, place? if he wants to charge, it's it's like it's be the same if you want to charge your phone at my house. I'm not going to say, mate, that'll be $5, please. Yeah. <laughs> i would let you charge, mate, not a drama. But also- It'll, It's all coming through the battery, the solar panel at anyway.
2: home. So I, I did this experiment when I bought the Cupra. Which is a small hatchback, but it's got five hundred K's range. So I ran it down to three percent battery, which you're not not recommended to do regularly. but anyway, it doesn't matter. Three percent battery. And I plugged it in at home and I've got a monitor on my on my circuit, charged it to one hundred percent. It was twenty-one dollars. Yeah. Okay. So and okay. that, that was seven hours overnight. Yeah. Mm. So honestly, if someone's coming around for dinner, uh, pff, yeah. do, do your best. Plug in. Yeah, like plug, I say to Stephen, yeah. plug in here. It's really slow trickle charger at the front. It's yeah. only there for looks, basically. But you know, he mm. could he could get two or three percent while he was here today.
1: Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. So you're at home, like- I've got an eleven kilowatt charger, which will probably give me probably about ten percent an hour. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and if you when you're out on the road, of course, the the higher. Uh, faster charging on the road, yep. and that's what you pay for. So there's a lot of places where you get you can plug in like shopping centers and places like that where it's it's an 11 kilowatt, and that's free normally. Yeah, but then when you get to the faster charges, then you you're paying about 60 to 80 cents per kilowatt.
3: 60 cents a kilowatt through a Langer the other day. I had to pay yeah, about five dollars. 60 charge. to 65 is that's basically what your EVs yeah, you what charge. Yeah. will charge. Foxes will charge for
2: the super fast. 40 yeah. to 50 is what you charge for a slower, slightly mm-hmm. slower charge. Yeah, Tesla. Charges 83 cents yeah. to the rent, to the regular non Tesla public. Is it fast it's, it's fast, but like I mm. worked out, I did it once at the Tamworth, and then went, oh, you know, I did what I had to do. But then I went to the NRMA one, which charges, you know, whatever it charges, and it was. The same speed, but yeah. way cheaper than the yeah. Tesla. Yeah, right. Mate, that's that's where people are going to get burnt in the future because but you I'm think about petrol prices fluctuating now. These electric, electric car charging companies have you by the balls yes. because yeah. they yeah. can well, just put I'm their prices the, up. Yeah. The,
0: yeah, and if the bigger companies pile in, like the the, the big petroleum companies Which or they are, or something, yeah, BP the and bp are, and are going doing to start. It, they're going to build
2: charges. Yeah. I hope they bring it down first. Yeah. I think yeah, so it'll take
0: away the, a lot of the benefit, won't it? Exactly. Yeah. Well,
2: well, yeah. that's the thing, and this is why it's hard to look at the EV space from the cost of public charging because it shouldn't be how you charge. If that's the only way you can charge, it's probably not for you because you're actually it. It's going to work out to be maybe seventy percent of the cost of a petrol tank as opposed to thirty. So there's mm-hmm. not really that cost benefit. The, the government, yeah. the government say, you know, Australian's going to save a thousand dollars a year, but only if you get a fully electric car and don't pay for yeah. petrol. So the
1: studies is, what about 95 percent of EV drivers charge at home. At home, that's where most
0: most get so their. They only charge. save a thousand bucks a year.
2: That's what the, that's the government forecast right. okay. for for this new vehicle policy. Right. Like I looked at the the carnival that we had um, over four years. We spent eleven thousand dollars on petrol. So examine, that's, a couple three of, years. that's a couple of grand a year.
4: Mm, yeah.
2: Now, assuming that we charge it at home 99% of the time, we use solar for, for that charge, um, then we're going to save the big chunk of that money over the first four years of owning it. But, you know, when we do a road trip and we drive to visit my family or something, then we'll pay for charging. But broadly, if you know when you're going to charge and you can minimise that cost, that's where the there big is. There are also
1: electricity companies. Some of them have deals where you can sign on as an add-on. Uh, you can charge your EV, cost you like $5 a month if you charge between 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. or okay. certain times of the day. So you can for for like for actually not much, like 10 ten.
0: So they'll Eight subsidize to $10. that to get you to sign yeah, up. With yeah, that. because they, so they, they want your business. Yeah,
2: yeah, they want your business, and also there's this whole thing going on behind the scenes, which I don't even understand. Which is the grid utilization they're trying mm. to manage yeah. all this power that exists on the grid that mm. they actually would like to deploy. So when there's yeah. a coal fired power station, coal fired power station, or whatever, burning away at night, that power is obviously being used by a bunch of homes, but there's also excess. So let's actually use it. So they're subsidizing that usage. Um, but as solar grows and renewables grow,
1: that'll that'll change a bit. Is there a
0: battery life of battery? What's the
1: battery life? Well, uh the, my I've got a Sonnen battery at my place, and it's a different type of battery than I mean, a no, no, the 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 battery life on a, on a car is uh, my understanding about tw- ten to twelve years. But the it doesn't just stop working; it just reduces the capacity. So think of it like your yeah. phone. So,
2: James, a brand new mobile phone has 100% battery charge and will last you, let's say, 12 hours. Mm -hmm. But in three years from now, if you've used it actively and heavily, um, the battery, all phones will actually tell you the health. It'll say it's 89% health. And so it'll at full charge, at 100% charge, it'll actually only last you 11 and a half hours. And over time, that degrades, which is why the best advice that I ever give to people with an iPhone seven or ten that, that love the phone but a don't battery. want to upgrade it's just get yeah, a new yeah, battery. battery. It's 120 yeah. bucks and you've got a brand yeah. new phone. Work so new. with an EV, and it's it's one of those great myth things that people throw out as a reason not to do it. Think about how long we've had Toyota Prius cars on the road. They've got batteries in them. We haven't had this big, you know, dumpster fire of, of, of dead batteries. We haven't had a huge issue because what's happened is those cars are less, are using the battery a lot less, they're using the engine more. Mm. And so my EV that has 511 kilometres range today, in five years from now, might be 490. Yeah. If I look after it and charge it between the 80 and 20% percent percentile window Majority of the time, then it it will, I'll get the most out of it. This is something I said to Hadley the other day. I said, There will, in five years from now, when you're looking at car sales and you're going, I want to buy a Mercedes Benz EQE, it's five years old. There'll be two of them there. They'll have both done a hundred thousand Ks, let's say. You will ask
1: the question, and it will probably be listed on the website What's the battery health? Yeah, that was a question I got when I sold my Tesla, my Model S. That was an interesting experience selling an EV, and I only had low Ks. It was like a five year old car. Had about forty-eight thousand kilometers on it, and it always kept it to the daily driving limit of ninety percent, unless I was going on a long trip. And the battery health was actually really good. But it's an interesting question for someone buying a, a second-hand EV. And it, it's, I think, I think the second owner is okay. I think it's a third owner problem, like down the track. That's the question. that Do they need? Yeah, do you yet, need a new battery, or is it how? We, how is it going to go? We can yeah.
2: pretty safely say that there's going to be this market in fifteen years for a Model S that only goes two hundred kilometers. That's its range. And mm. think about the the grocery cart car that doesn't do more than twenty or thirty k's in a day. Those cars will be perfect for that. So the cars but will have be lower able to put range. A new
1: battery yeah, well that's what I was gonna say. Will you will it get to a point where, yeah, the Tesla might be worth like a third of the what you'd normally pay for a second hand car, mm. but if you pay an extra, if you get a battery replacement for like, I don't know, twelve grand, you've got a brand new Tesla virtually. Mm. So look, people that, replace engines in cars, right? Yeah, is People gonna, replace
2: mm, engines in cars. Definitely a consideration. There'll be a consideration. But I what I'm saying is it's not going to be this disastrous moment no. in time when suddenly cars stop working or batteries start not not holding a charge, they will simply not work as efficiently.
1: But the battery like battery technology is improving though. That's one good thing. Like okay. compared to five, six years ago, the battery, the, the speed at which you can charge a battery, the battery chemistry and even the charges themselves. So everything's improving. The charge speed's improving, the range is improving. So it's all pointing in the right direction. It's a lot, it's it's gonna, who knows in five
0: years how much better it's gonna get. Share with us that. That sale of the Tesla, I'd be interested. The sticker Mm. price was what seventy odd. What did you get Uh, for it?
1: I saw no. That car was. uh, I bought that for a hundred and hundred and ten. Okay, hundred and thirteen. I think it was. Yeah, and drove it for five years and sold it for seventy.
0: Pretty good research. That's pretty
1: good. good, Yeah, and I actually
2: think that's the other thing that's Mm. un. Uncited is the resale value of yeah. these things. That's I pretty said to good. The yeah. my finance. I'm like, Can in, we the, get a in the wash, balloon. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it was in great condition. I really looked after it, and it had, it had a like I had the white seats, and it was pretty rare to find a white seat Tesla. And it was in perfect nick. Low K's. Took so, a while to find a buyer. Yeah, I had a lot of interested, a lot of people interested. Uh, but there was no. In the end, I got basically what I wanted for the car. It was. Uh, you, you saw a lot of people with advertising them for a lot. For like hundred thousand, thinking you know, a bit bit, over over confident in what you're going to get for the car, but I was realistic. And the guy we we did a, I I think I got
0: great money for that car. Okay, look, that's a lot about the podcast. We've heard a lot of stuff, Woody. We used to like to finish our chats with these guys Mm -hmm. with a sort of a a quick fire round. Jesus, quick fire round! Wow, we pick their brains about (laughs) all the all the tech they use personally. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'd Mm -hmm. love to hear their Mm -hmm. thoughts on the tv where tv's going because yep. these boys talk a lot about streaming platforms and stuff like that so let's <laughs> i have <start>. views <laughs> yeah. let's start with let's start on the tech yep now Apple, Android, tell us what you're you're up to well, these mate, days I'm, as
1: your I'm, go-to device. I'm my go-to at the moment is the S24 Ultra, the Samsung Because it phone. was
0: delivered this morning.
1: <laughs> it, well, it was released today, but I've been using it for since it was announced about three weeks ago. Okay. And uh, we said this in our recent Tech uh, Two Blokes podcast, that I reckon that's the phone to beat right now. What's it worth? Uh, it starts at twenty-one ninety-nine. That's the Ultra, but okay. the S23 starts at thirteen ninety-nine. Okay. And I think with the AI, the great design, great camera, good battery, amazing display. Yep. It's it's I think the phone to beat right now. Yeah.
2: Samsung's smashing out of the park with the current model, but I'm still yep. I still go to the iPhone because of the ecosystem. So for example, my yep. kids have iPads and it means we can iMessage and text and stuff. So the ecosystem still wins for me because I'm controlling things like screen time for my kids and a bunch of other things that I couldn't do if I was on the an Android.
0: Yeah. Okay, now I'm guessing your houses are full of Netgear and Alo Tech as that well. That is absolutely Certainly spot are. on. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> we've got a lot of routers and what's what's the latest count on your network at home? Have got? I've like, got to 70, 90. I've got to ninety
2: devices on my network. Yeah. Really? About yeah. 78 90. now, 79. Mm, yeah, wow. Yeah. Um I waved, Robbie.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, we've got Wi-Fi seven. I think with the I've new got latest ten Netgear cameras router. from Alo yeah. around my home. Yeah, really? I've got yeah. about six six at my place. Yeah, I went with this. Is it Effie. Yuffie. Yuffie. Yeah. They're good, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If, local, if you're local okay recording with security risks, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's
1: good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it yeah. work all right. That was a good selling point for them. They, they You didn't have to uh have a, a subscription to a plan. You, yeah. You record everything And it locally. was
2: fine until someone opened their app and saw someone
1: else's cameras.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a, a, a bit weird, weird problem. Yeah. Yeah. But what they, about TVs? Where where, where are we at with TVs? 4K yeah, is still the –
1: 4K yeah but but I think size mate I think it's we, we get it's go big or go home now yeah, if it's it for TVs the market's yeah. just responding like we were at CES a high sense announced a 110 inch TV Right. the TCL, 115. 115 inch TV so that's the battle so, this year but we yeah. look,
2: <clears throat> oh, I have an 85 here. It's yeah. enormous. It's beautiful. So it's a $10,000 yeah. TV. It's stupid. Like, yeah. it's crazy. What, but, mate? Is that that's Samsung a Samsung. Neo QLED 8K. That's 8K. Yeah. Um, I've got, I've got it's the a same beautiful TV in my place now. It really is. It's in the back of my car. No. <laughs> Probably not, um, mate. Probably not. You have no idea how hard it is to move an 85 inch TV. I'll <laughs> oh, yeah. tell you that it right is, now. It's
1: a tough. Because we had an
2: 85 inch HiSense on the wall at home. And I said to Stig, my cameraman, I said, you can have that because we're putting 100 inch up. And that TV sat in our house for a long time because we couldn't find a car big enough to take the bloody <laughs> yeah, thing to yeah, anyway, So a 100-inch TV, it sounds excessive, but yeah. I'm telling you, it is an unbelievable viewing experience. Yeah. Genuinely, you no matter what you're You know watch
1: what, James? No, no one is going to say when they buy a big TV that TV's too big. Never. No one's well, going to say none. that. If you're under mm. 65, that's small now. Obviously. Oh, tiny. Mate, huh? the stepping on point now, mm. I reckon 75 inch. Really? Like, that's mm. now the stepping on point. Remember years ago when it went to 42, so 55.
0: Mm. Where is there a. So for three grand, mm. how big can you get? For three oh, grand? Easily oh, you can get 75, you get 75 yeah. You'll probably yeah. find a, a deal on an 85. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and like
1: brands like High Sense are doing 100 100 Are just well, still yeah.
0: out there in price, are they? No, 100 inches. The you can get 100 inch for under five. I think High Sense
2: is listed at seven. Yeah. and at Black Friday it was four five.
0: Yeah, and what four thousand five high sense. Yeah, okay, they're okay. Yeah, great great right? TV. Yeah. 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 yeah,
2: good sponsors of the back. Good sponsors of the sponsors <laughs> of <our> <laughs> movie <laughs> podcast. That's right. We love high sense. But, but this yes. year you'll have TCL at one hundred and fifteen inch, high sense at one hundred and ten and hundred, and there'll be some.
0: I reckon there'll be a good battle on price
2: under ten thousand yeah. dollars, probably around the five thousand dollar mark.
0: There'll be a couple of yeah. massive TVs. It's going to be awesome. What, are you going to need tech questions about devices before we get into TV? Just-
3: yeah, over here, Yeah, you, you're doing your
0: YouTube
3: slash podcast. Yep. What sort of platforms and technology... Are you using to, to combine your audio and video together?
2: So first, of, first and foremost, I'm using the Mac Studio, which is beyond powerful. I built a yeah, $6,500 PC a few years ago to do all my video editing on. I took it home the other day to use play games on it because it's of no use compared to that thing. Mm. It, that thing will render for people to do video that will render a, our one hour podcast in six, seven minutes. Yeah, unbelievable! I like got the same one. Still, it is a review. Or- unit, it's a yeah. loan unit. Yep.
1: Oh, my one too. I have got a Mac Studio with two 43 inch Samsung monitors on it. Yeah. So mm. we
2: shoot. We shoot in. We shoot three cameras in four K, mm-hmm. um, and we use the Rodecaster Pro in multi-track. So, and I am re- I think, oh, I don't know if I'm recording this in multitrack, probably not. But so basically each microphone has its own track. So what I do is I dump it all in Adobe Premiere, associate, you know, my mic with track one, the video, et cetera. So there's about five minutes of process. And then I have an AI tool called Autopod, mm. which once I've found the start and the end point, I click a button and it will clip, it will decide which shot to take mm. for a one hour podcast <laughs> in about... Thirty seconds to a minute. Yeah, it's amazing. It's unbelievable. That was that's the reason we never did video because I could not be asked. Yeah. sitting and cl- clipping and deciding what I'd have to watch. I've never listened to our show back, yeah. so I'd have to watch the show <laughs> mm-hmm. and choose Stephen, then Trevor, then Stephen, then Trevor. Yeah. this thing does it for us. And all I do is I go. I better make it a two shot at the start and the in the end.
1: Other than that, it's done. And what's what's the what's that app we use to, to to generate the social clips? What's that one called?
2: Uh, Opus Clip. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so once I've uploaded the the clip to YouTube unlisted I send it to Opus Clip and it goes and finds 20 usable moments from the show and makes them um portrait yeah. for for and TikTok.
1: Puts TikTok. captions on them yeah. Puts yeah. captions yeah. on yeah. them yeah. and, and then, then we share them on Insta we, and there's TikTok instant and, chapters mm, to make the chapters
2: mm. for the podcast on YouTube yeah. so adding video has added about an hour's work it takes about 6 hours for the upload and all that rubbish but it's added about half an hour to an hour's mm. work but obviously it, it means that we're ready for well, so we could launch the EV show as a video. Um and the only downside to having the video is it's not um it's not a platform that we can we can share, although Spotify now does video for us. Yeah. So anyone on Spotify gets two blokes as a video as well. They so can it's choose forced- to watch
1: it or listen to it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. And what sort of costs are you looking at with your platforms over here, the software that you're using?
2: Thirty bucks a month for Autopod. I think mm. it's about the same, twenty bucks for Opus Clip. Easy,
0: yeah, right.
2: And 100%. you know, probably the seventy dollars for mm. Adobe uh, Creative Suite. Mm. So that, mm. you know, we're talking about one hundred and fifty bucks a month mm. to run a creative set of tools that are very hands off and something that you couldn't do two years ago. Yep. And and did yeah. you see uh,
3: an increase in viewership, for example, when you came into this studio here in twenty eighteen?
2: No. So so the video studio we only we only launched like literally three months ago. Okay. Yeah, oh, we right. only so started now. doing video, video since uh, late last a few, year. Okay. Few week, yeah, a few months ago. Um, and so we haven't seen a decline in audio listeners, which is ideal because we don't want to change that. And really it's very incremental. Like it's small numbers on yeah. YouTube and Facebook, but you know, but people new to the show it's exactly coming in right through the video. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're happy with all the incremental stuff. And yeah. we think that, I mean, I don't really look at the market. I'm not, not really a big one at looking at the market other th- for podcasting. I look at everyone else's websites and what they're doing, but I don't really follow podcasting that much, but I'm pretty confident. And I'll be egotistical. I reckon this is probably the best podcasting setup going on in Australia mm-hmm. for for a couple of independents, not a big media organisation. Yeah. Um, and you know, it just got me because I started watching a lot of YouTube podcasts because I'm here on my own. I put them on the TV, and I, I just I like having comedians from American stuff, and it's engaging to watch. So. There's no extra production. If we're talking about the iPhone, I'm not adding B-roll of the iPhone. Mm, mm. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole until my son graduates um, A high school and then B hopefully some unicorns and I can pay him to do it. That's when we <laughs> might. That's when we might up the game a little bit. <laughs> and, and
3: what podcasts are you guys listening to? Because you are podcasters <laughs> yeah. yourselves. So when you've got down, I'll be
2: first. Oh, I don't listen to
3: podcasts. Yeah, Tony yeah, Martin Sizzle Towns I is about to mainly, the only one listen to
1: mainly entertainment podcasts. Yep, uh, I listen to Smartless. Smartless. Smartless is really you know the uh, Sean Hayes and Jason Bateman yep. and Will Arnett. Okay. Which I think okay. everyone listens to that. It's a pretty popular one. Uh, I listen to Rob Lowe's podcast, literally. I, I, I enjoy that. Uh, they're the main What's ones. the Entourage yeah. one? The Entourage one is called Victory, but they haven't posted anything in that for since September last year. So I think mm. – I don't know where there's been a fall, falling out of the, the cast or whatever, but I'm waiting for that as
0: well. But, uh, yeah, they're the main okay. ones. Yeah. On terms of – now, this is sort of I'm, – I'm verging He's into – He's going into media week to, territory to now. media now. Okay. But – you used to be red hot trevor that you would never pay uh-uh. for news have you stuck by that do you subscribe to any news service
2: as in uh, uh, the websites yeah access you would say i'll never going to pay after the facebook dramas you, you... i think
0: i i challenge i'd like you to find the audio of that what? I, I, just just I was talking about with you i he was pretty i never... was pretty
2: confident i'll never charge for what i do no you okay? were saying
0: i will never pay All right.
2: here's That's... here's where i'm at <laughs> after the facebook drama in yep. 2021 I committed at that point. I will never spend money with Facebook again. I don't boost posts. I don't do anything. Okay. And I I subscribe to every news organisation. Oh, you do. Wow. So at that point, I subscribe to news to Fairfax or whatever it is now okay. Nine, and I think one other. So I've got subscriptions so to you're, them you're, all.
3: You're getting Afr, Smh, yes. Daily Telegraph,
2: Afr, yeah. Smh, Daily Telegraph, Herald yeah. Sun, yeah. yeah, because that was my way of going. Screw you, Facebook. <laughs> I'll I'll do this my way. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. And look, I, I I think it's good value. I actually think I get good value because things like Apple News are pretty amazing that you can link in your subscriptions and it all just works. So, so if I if that was my position, I have definitely changed my position <laughs> based on Facebook forcing to the, the market.
1: <laughs> what about you, Steve? But I don't subscribe to any news sites. Yeah, probably, maybe you're uh, yeah he's probably got my logins. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't. I I, uh, I manage to find what I need out there. Yeah, I um, and I used to work for news too. That I don't subscribe to. Them. I, I do actually read the paper sometimes. I still have the paper. I get yeah. the paper yeah. delivered on Saturday yeah. and Sunday. So yeah, I go okay. and still read the paper. I'm still a very tactile sort of news guy. I read mm-hmm. the weekend papers and some of the papers during the week.
0: Yeah, I'd see. But yep. uh yeah. Okay. All right. So T V, Trev, you you're very vocal about some of the stuff Boxtel does. <laughs> you're not going to call <laughs> to the principal's office. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick called me and said, We need to talk. <laughs> oh really? Oh, really? It was fun. <laughs> because you uh, the latest thing you were yep. on them about was I think, of Hubble, yep. which they're launching in a couple of weeks. Yep. You were saying, what are they doing? Yeah. You didn't get it at all. Yeah. Um, it's still a bit of a mystery to me what will be the big attraction here because mm. there's a, a bit of aggregation, but lots of people are doing that.
2: Yep. Yeah. Um, well, so, look. My opinion hasn't changed even after speaking to Patrick. I I gave him all the time in the world, but I still think that Google Chromecast Chromecast with Google TV is an unbelievable dongle that's $49 in HD and does recommend me shows across all my streaming platforms. So I don't know what he's doing that's different, right? Mm. So the difference is some some free-to-air TV through the box. Okay, cool. Um, and aggregation of your subscription services. Yeah, it's like, we said yeah. last week on two blokes, and it only dawned on me while we were recording. Okay. If, if aggregation is the, is the game, right? Clipping the ticket on everyone's subscriptions and giving people the convenience of a single bill. And you're Foxtel and you're seen as this overbearing, big, expensive thing. And you want to be part of that game, then launch Hubble as. The all in one aggregation service for all your streaming that mm-hmm. gives you control. Subhub from Optus is brilliant. It's not perfect because you can't do everything you can do with a Netflix account. So there's some issues there. But if I was Patrick, I wouldn't launch a box or a TV or anything. I would launch an app that allows me to aggregate all my streaming into one tick and tick and cross what I want this month and have one bill from him. That I don't care how much he's making, as long as I'm getting the services I want easily to turn on and off. I just think it's a huge investment yeah. to make a TV and try and oh, sell a yeah. TV. Yeah, I don't I get that's, the TV. I understand
1: the box. Yeah, the TV. Yeah, TV I think it's the like two one. sizes, 55, 65 inch. Uh, look, I, I think they're, they're sort of hoping to play on sort of their their old school customers. There's a lot of Foxtel sort of rusted on Foxtel customers who. They, they. I think the box is a security blanket for them. Though they, they, they want to have a. Box. But they don't
2: want them to lose their IQ five. No. Well, that's right. That's well, hundred bucks a month.
1: They, well, mm. but the mm. other complaint I hear from my readers who are all, I got a lot of older readers and listeners. I do, I do two GB and all those sort of listeners come to Tech Guide. Um, their concern is, okay, yeah, Fox getting a bit expensive for me now. I, I want alternatives. Whether Hubble's that alternative for them, who knows? I don't think they've announced pricing or anything with no, that one no. yet. And and I think too that. There's still a lot of uh, Foxtel customers who love to record. They still love recording. And that's why they they love to stick IQ with Foxtel. That
2: that's not gonna Hubble's not gonna help you. Yeah, right? well I think See, if, again, yeah. if you're Patrick Delaney and you're trying to grow your revenue and user numbers, right? Revenue, you do it through an aggregation platform that's just an app, right? Done, you start clipping the ticket. And user numbers, seriously. Why mm. is Binge and KO not on Fetch? Yeah, because you've got some hellbent thing that you're, you're staunch yeah. rivals. Telstra owns it now. They own half of you. Put Binge and KO on Fetch. You'll grow the KO numbers by 200,000 almost instantly. Mm. Like, but is it? I, I, it makes I, I, no I have, sense. I have
3: Fetch and there's no KO on
0: there. It yeah. makes no, no well, we sense. We should mention Fetch because you yeah. do a- Yep, they're sponsors they're of the of movie, of guys movie podcast, and, here, yeah. and Fetch does aggregation too. You can, yeah. run, you can get the one bill with all your-
2: to be honest, I've only really started discovering that in the last little while because I already had all the subscriptions. So when I was uh, when they did the new update, I went and okay, I log into everything now to sort of make sure that I'm only using the one box to understand how it works, right? And the other day, I was setting up my tablet with it, and I realised there's just a tick box there, like we say, an aggregation thing. I don't think they're pushing that enough, yeah. but I also think that we're not yet um, mature enough in the market for aggregation. So. I get the sense that, for example, Stan doesn't, doesn't appear on any aggregation platform. So, you know, we, we need everyone in on this game. Everyone needs fetch. to be in on
0: it. You can get Stan Yeah, but can
2: you tick, them, tick turn them on and off there? I think so. Well, they're not on SubHub, are they?
0: No. And, and Sorry, no, I'm pretty not sure they're some. not on Hubble either. I think they might be, but not at launch, Not through the aggregation, perhaps. right. Yeah.
2: yeah. I just wonder whether they'll be on the aggregation part of it. The app might be on the box. Okay. But I don't know if they'll be part of the aggregation. Yeah, you've but, got to
0: have them all, I think, if it's going to work.
2: That's the only yeah. way I aggregate. So, and the other thing is like Optus Subhub. I'm I mm. during a, a small window of time when we were we, I was good with Optus. Um, very small <laughs> window between the <laughs> between the data breach and the and the outage. We we went to a day there, and it was it was awesome to to yeah. talk to their people about everything. And I said to them, it was when the password sharing kicked in with Netflix. I said, so can I bring my Netflix account with my extra family member across because I'm paying for my bloody mother in law's Netflix now, an extra eight bucks a month. No. You can't have that yeah. kind of Netflix account on Subhub. Mm. So it's got to be mm. the full service. Otherwise, mm. aggregation is not going to work. But aggregation and clipping the ticket on all that stuff is, is a definite future market.
0: Yeah. Okay. So and what's with the streaming platforms charging more? Running ads. Yeah. It's just yeah. like TV, isn't it? Disney's
2: mean, Disney's 100% more expensive than it was three yeah. years ago.
0: And don't
1: get us started it's on outrageous. the whole the definition of the household because, oh. you know, I
2: <laughs> a, By the way, I'm okay with household sharing being yeah. cracked down. He but no, I, is filthy. <laughs> I think you,
1: you pay your money, you should get what you pay for. You, you pay for five profiles and it, it's not like they're making a product, manufacturing a product that you're using in the wrong way. It's just a stream. It's a digital stream that costs so them nothing in the more.
2: Same, yeah. Address. He thinks or, that yeah. Haley, Jackie, Aaron, <laughs> all my children, him, and Joe should have profiles, and it doesn't matter that they live with him or not. They should all be able to use well, his account, and Daddy pays for it.
1: Well, I—that's that, well, sort of my that. argument. That's my. You can argument. have five streams, <laughs> yeah. but they've got to be in I the same. I can use place. them however mm. I
2: want. I'm fine with that. Yeah.
1: Well, no. <laughs> I'm not. My kids think, haven't left yeah. home yet,
2: <laughs> and when they do, they're getting their own yeah. accounts.
1: Yeah. Well. No, I I just think, yeah, and and look, it's worked with Netflix. We've seen them do this. They've increased their revenue. They've increased their user numbers. So, mission accomplished and and it's no no doubt Disney are going to go down the same track. They haven't done it yet though, have they? Remember we were mentioning March the 4th, I think, was when the price increases, but the household is still, the
0: definition of the household is still up in the air. Mm. Woody, anything you want to? Drop on these blokes before quick fire, we Drop mate. on this us. A quick mate. fire round. <laughs> no, 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 no. An hour and six minutes
2: in, <laughs> Quick fire me. Was just,
0: that all? Oh, that's not bad. I thought we might have been running a bit longer.
3: I think it's outstanding <laughs> that we're back. Like, where are they now? Are we we back? We're, we're back. Yeah, that's exactly right. We would the never team go go is back. back. <laughs> but one thing I just want to point out, I did like what James did back in 2008. I call it podcasting 1.0. <laughs> when there wasn't much podcasting going on in Australia. I'll tell you yeah. now, I was working in radio at the time. Yeah. And podcasting for radio show shows were, was an afterthought. I'd go to the production guy. Yeah. I would have done the rundown as each, you know, the show went to air, 612, funny gag about whatever, six fourteen Maddie Johns does, whatever. I'd give it to him and he'd go, oh, the boss says only upload 25 minutes of the show. I said, no, upload the whole lot of the show. <laughs> that was like the early 2010s all yeah. the way through. And then yeah. obviously SCA, that company, you know, had listener app and they got serious about podcasting. But James, you were doing podcasting in 2008, I think you rang me and said, I want to do a podcast, I'm watching what's going on in the U.S., can you come on board? And I said, yeah, what, just to be the tech guy? I can just, you know, in and out and upload the, the audio. No, I want you to be the guest or whatever. And I said, okay, right." Here. And then eventually we came on to you guys. As you said, once every month we'd have a chat. Yep. Sometimes we'd chat live on location. It wasn't yeah. necessarily in the studio. We would have the Morantz PMD 360, the big fan of the Two Blokes podcast, Robert Wood, who was working at Radio <laughs> Time, you know, suggested it to me. And we would, you know, live record. So I didn't realise
2: we were calling Robert. <laughs> yeah,
3: <at the> time, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Robbie. <laughs> but, but it was, it James, you were at the cusp at the time, and I remember going yeah. into Apple and trying to yeah, upload true, the, the, the podcast at the time. Yeah. And I think it inspired a number of other breakout podcasts from there. I remember getting a phone call. Mia Friedman would come over and do interviews with Media Week. Mm. Brandon, can you come to my house? So I was over in <laughs> the house explaining how yeah, do you yeah. upload podcasts. Yeah. And I think the podcast uh, – Network for me, a Friedman's. Oh, know, huge! I mean, it's yeah, huge yeah, now. that's right. Well, we
1: we joke that we were, we've been doing two blokes uh, podcasts and people are asking what's a podcast. But you guys even predate us, so you know yeah. you guys are the pioneers that we're, talk, we're talking with mm. today. I've got a child that's younger than our podcast.
3: <laughs> but, but I look at this, James, and I think in twenty twenty four, if we were still, if I was still on board doing the Media Week podcast, we go, it's pitching. This
2: is the standard.
3: <laughs> this is what we need to do. I know you mentioned earlier on this is an office. It's not an office. It's a studio. studio. You're working yeah. in a yeah. studio. Yeah. And you've got these cameras. You've got one on a, a trolley over here that's moving around between James and myself, <laughs> yeah. and it's way next level. We're not in the
0: shot, I might know. No, we're not recording the video. not recording, mate. <laughs> They're just there for show for this purpose. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> but so, but that's the thing, like uh, this space is important because, again, we talked about, you know, do we do we bring some phones or cameras to – because we, I'd get to his place, he'd come to mine, and we'd watch every week. <clears throat> but if we're going to do it seriously, mate, setting this up, Every day, every every week would be yeah. a nightmare. So this sits, this lives, this is the studio. It is where it is, and you know Stephen's going out of his way now to come here every week. But we are we, we're kind of made that real real to workhorse together. thing. We, <laughs> we, we we do five hours of podcasting on a Wednesday, every Wednesday. Whenever there's a, whenever I get
1: an invitation to an event, and if it's on a Wednesday, I go sorry, can't make it. <laughs> I'm busy. Yeah, Wednesdays hey, Can, can are I
3: just out. ask you uh, before we we wrap up this podcast, your Apple. Events that you
1: visit. Yep.
3: You guys are doing it every year. Yes. Can you talk me through the process? Do you fly in at two days beforehand? Where do you stay? Yeah, normally. If it's
1: a worldwide <laughs> developers conference, we'd fly into uh San Francisco, normally staying in either San Jose. Lately they've kept us in Cupertino or Mountain View. At the Amswell
2: Penitentiary. Yeah, so normally, <laughs> yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's a beautiful boutique hotel yeah. with
1: nothing around and that, it. That's <laughs> for that's for dub dub DC, but I'm the it, kind for of the, guy so when yeah. you check
2: in a hotel, you go down to a CVS and you grab some cokes and some chocolates. You bring yeah. it back to your hotel. It's, it, a bit it, it's, a, it's a bit of a hype. It's a twenty yeah. minute Uber ride to get somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> it's
1: a lovely. But, uh, boutique hotel. And the iPhone launch is normally uh, early to mid September, and that's they normally again fly us into San Fran. And I think we're staying in, in Mountain View again. Yeah. yeah. Or so San basically Jose. Now, sometimes everything's yeah. around
2: Cupertino, around the headquarters. And everything happens at the headquarters. Back yeah. when we were doing the shows. They didn't yeah. have Apple Park. No, that mm. spaceship headquarters hadn't been built. So we were we were going to different we places. We were going to
1: Center and the Yerba Buena Center so for the now arts. And, yeah. It's
2: very centralized. And yeah, you get in a, a day beforehand. Mm-hmm. I, I, we're we're all different. Everyone's different with their schedules. But I'm the kind of guy I want to be in. I want to be on the ground for as short as possible time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as I can because I. Yeah, we prefer try to not to annoy my
1: wife, basically. Like, I try to work it out so that I'm, if I can do, like, I do Sky News every Saturday, I, I hope I'm not on a plane when I've got to do this. I, I try to stay another day or leave a day early to yeah. make sure I can do all my media commitments as well, because that's, mm. that's kind of why they want me there. Um, but no, it's uh, it's they often too when when they we're the only Aussie show Aussie podcasters they actually make uh, they give us time in their studios as well oh, so right. we've been in the mothership it's very similar to this they, what they build yeah <laughs> they do uh, they, they do you make time see for yeah they put yeah, on, they, put on they film video. it they they put on a, the and they just give backdrop. you the audio do they do they, they uh, yeah, yeah, the video the first year they only gave us audio
2: and then we're like give us video as well and the they do it all like it's unbelievable so we've been yeah
1: we've over the years we've recorded every year whenever Forward, a you know, the Conference? big thing that's yeah. changed,
2: Woody, in, yeah. since back in the day is broadcast. Right. Like mm. COVID changed everything yeah. for me yeah. because, you know, if I was going to an Apple event or uh, Mobile World Congress, which is my next trip in, in Barcelona, I'd have to find a satellite ENG crew mm. uh, to book and it costs like three grand. Mm. Sometimes I'd pay for it. Sometimes there'd be a sponsor who'd pay for it. And just to get the Today Show on air now, I've got a backpack yeah. With uh, an iPhone yeah. that's that's got the DeGero app yeah. on it, a tripod, a light, and I bring my own mics and, and headphones and mate. Yeah. It's all done. Out of a backpack. Yeah. And James
3: DeGero is TV industry standard. If you want to get a yeah. live like on a a series okay.
1: of SIM cards in yeah. a device gets you a connection through 5G. A and re- I just
3: re- use an iPhone. A really good interview, actually, is Paul Walker, uh, senior cameraman at Channel 7. He talks about when he, he arrives in Los Angeles or whatever market he's, he's flown into to, to do stuff. He, he's got his DeGero
2: with him, and yeah. he buys his eight sims, twelve sims. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But see, like, that, that's a, that's that's the high end stuff. Yep. When I go to CS, I've, so in my DeGero phone, I've got one phone that I just use for that. Mm. It has I've got an AT and T SIM card. I pay fifty bucks a month for, mm. so I can land in American broadcast from the get go. Mm. Yeah, just mm. with an iPhone, and <laughs> it's the front facing. If you ever see me on air in here in this room on the Today Show, it's the front facing camera of an iPhone. Really, mm. yeah. And I've got, wow. a, got a great screenshot of uh, of our competitor uh, for the Today Show um, at the Apple event, I think it was last year. And, like, you know, in cameras are hard because if you're at daylight, so at daylight, Apple Park is a big white building. It's blown out. as all hecking behind you. So normally they need a stupidly powerful light on you so that you can do that. Out. Anyway, so iPhone, couple of lights, boom, looks amazing, right? I get an off-air shot. I get an off-air shot from the other guy who's got, like a full cameraman come from LA, our our shot looked better. Yeah,
1: by yeah. droves. Wow. it's wow. wild. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. amazing what you like. I, I normally do a lot of my crosses too, just on the HD camera on my MacBook. Yeah, and yep. we put a light up so it, it look, looks. I've done many live interviews through there, and yep. and and even on on the move as well. We, uh, the, on the, I've used the phone as well. COVID also made me set up a a little studio at home to when when a, when a, I might get a call from Channel Seven or Channel Ten or Channel Nine. I'll talk to Trevor. They won't talk to me, but all the <laughs> other the other stations he know, he talk knows to I'm me. Busy
2: if they call yeah. him.
1: <laughs> the other the other stations then talk to me. Oh, yeah, if you're away somewhere, if Nine rings me, <laughs> but um, they they all, I've got a room where I can just flick everything on. I do my Sky News from there every Saturday. Yeah. Everything's flicked on. I got like I, I could provide them a broadcast quality. Zoom or Skype, whoever they want and if when they don't have time during COVID they never send a cameraman yeah, yeah. Uh, so now I can easily be up and running in five thing, minutes
2: the coolest thing in all that time of me doing the Today Show from this room was I was in there once doing something and walking through the newsroom and I don't know who everyone is because uh, I'm never in there right but this guy comes up and he goes mate what's that TV behind you and I don't tell what it was he goes can I send you a graphic and I went what do you do he goes I do graphics so they made a Today <laughs> Tech graphic for me that sits on that TV now and it looks, yeah, like, it looks sick That's so fine. like embraced it. So yeah. now it, like we book a segment. So I'm doing Monday and we haven't worked out what we're going to do yet, but we'll go is it a in studio or is it DeGero? and yeah, it's like a really yeah. and like the other morning I was meant to go into the studio and do something and then they rang and said there's this someone's fallen over, can you come on air in 20 minutes and I go well like I can but it'll be from here. And 10 minutes later I'm fired up ready to go. It's yeah. wild. Cameraman hated by the way. Cameraman <laughs> Hate yeah. what yeah. I do because
4: <laughs> you, you do. know <laughs> one one man,
2: <laughs> one man one tripod three lights and a, yeah. and a phone yeah. and. A, and- they're like, wait a minute. But,
3: uh, but even Barnaby Joyce was on Sunrise yesterday morning. You can see that he must have been running late from his house in Canberra. And it's just somebody holding an iPhone and he was doing his talking yeah. point at six fifty in the morning. But uh, the standards one- <laughs> have dropped. <laughs> but the thing is that I do the one thing I've liked about the COVID lockdown experience for TV is you now all producers and T V producers have realized you don't have to get the guests. No, they've in the normalized or on yeah, content. Yeah.
2: You know, they, yeah. I think they appreciate it's better. Like my biggest gripe about People that do it regularly is they wear Apple AirPods, like big white yeah, things yeah. sticking out. It's mm. like, mate, mm. like it's three hundred bucks mm. for a little earpiece, a yep. proper earpiece that goes. I mean, get a get yeah, a wireless yeah. mic. Why yeah. are you
1: using the laptop? Oh, you, I use a boom. I'm pretty like frustrated the boom by it. Above the, out out still, still shop. people with yeah. the wired ones in
0: too. Yeah, right? I'm like, yeah. come on, if you're yeah. if you're, <laughs> <laughs> if, you're a, if you're
2: an expert that's on TV more than once a month,
1: yeah,
0: get your act together. <laughs> get your act yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Just
1: before you wrap it up, James,
2: one special
3: mention for James. I'll Celebrating, I think, is a, tw- a 20th anniversary with Smash Hits a 40. magazine. 40? 40 years. So 40 it's 40 years since it, since it started. Wow. Yep. Oh, Smash
0: Hits. I've got a copy Dude. of
2: Smash Hits 88 downstairs, the, the vinyl. Oh, mate, I'll sign John it for Farnham you, it <laughs> <match>. No, it's, <laughs> it's got Morris Minor and the Majors on it, though. I know <laughs> that for sure. I love that song. Um, wow. Wow, Big 40 top. years. Big, yeah. Yeah. And well, so, what I mean, are you going to do? I, I bag falls? him for being
1: old. <laughs> 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 yeah, mate, but I've been no. a journo thirty-eight years. I think I have been yeah. now. In, in the late nineteen eighties. So sorry,
0: oh,
2: ignorant
3: I- yeah. question. Yeah.
0: So you started Smash yeah, Hits magazine? Yeah, I launched the Australian edition. Wow. Yeah, we licensed it from the guys in the UK. UK, yeah, that's awesome. Right. And, yeah. Um, yeah. How long did Smash and Hits last? Through to all about early nine early two thousands. Oh now, wow, pretty good run. Pretty good run. 20 wow. years, maybe. Your involvement with it was that whole time or? No, no, I, I edited it for, I don't know, best part of 10 years, I wow. guess, and I was getting a bit too old. so I, uh, <laughs> Some hip young. I didn't realise you were that groovy, <laughs> mate. Hey, yeah. uh, James is a groover. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day,
3: <laughs> was there any breakthrough artist that you you push through smash hits and they they they, mate, really famous. You know, well, they,
0: they,
1: they created her career? Did you? The best thing call we you know? did
0: was licensed from the UK because you know we that first issue we had people wearing smash hits Australia t shirts and it was Duran Duran, oh, Wan, uh, um right. Boy wow. George. So you were rubbing you know, shoulders with so all these really people. So really helped promote the um, the Neil yeah. from the Pet Shop Boys was. A smash hits journalist.
1: Yes, I remember. I'm a and fan of the Pet Shop Boys. So he that. quit
0: just as we launched. Well, he damn. nearly came out to Australia to help us launch.
1: Wow. Uh, wow
0: but wee. he decided to go on his pop music career. Uh, pop, but doing, he, and he did pretty well too, by of the way. He to his record and go, oh, have a listen to this. Shit.
1: Really? Wow. You yeah, know Neil sorry. Tennant from the Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm a fan.
0: But yeah, He's a fan of you those. now.
1: <laughs> 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 always have been, mate. What do you mean? Stephen's going to want James' autograph after That's a
0: long time ago. How long's
2: has Media Week been going?
0: 1990s, what's that? Wow, 30, so that's 24 years, that's 30 years, 34, 34, years. but I've only 34 been there since 2000. So, yeah, 24, that's when it started. It's kicking good times, so that's yeah. when it kicked off. There, that's how we
2: friend, <laughs> uh-
0: <laughs> the hockey puck on the ground. Well, that's I don't think we've run out of things to talk about now. Boy, look, great seeing you guys. We, you know, you've always been an inspiration to me. Woody, I think, mm. What do you think? What mm. you did, you know, and what you've been able to build, that's fantastic. And mm. coming out here to see the setup, thanks, mate. One day, we'll get an invite to uh transfer, mate. Stephen will have you yeah, around. His, his, uh, get uh, get you my, my home How specific have you ever got about his location? Eastern Suburbs, are we allowed to say that? Is yeah, it, yeah, Eastern uh, Suburbs, mate. Yeah. It's, it's
2: certainly uh, a lot closer than here. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, great to see you guys. Thank Thanks, you. mate. Appreciate Thanks so the interest. Well, right.
1: Thanks for listening to Heavy Hitters, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit follow for all future episodes. And leaving a review helps others find the
4: podcast.